Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by Dr. Carolyn DeLucia and Cindy Barshop to talk about everything from vulvas to sexual health to keeping everything ready for when it's time to get busy. Topics include women's sexual health, how to get your pelvic floor in tip-top shape no matter what stage of life you're in, because hey, we can all use a tune-up. Trying to regain trust. It's a lot harder than you think, but I think you can get past it. You're too wet during sex. How can you dry things up? and the real reasons you may be losing your sex drive and what you can do to get it back. All this and more. Thanks for listening. So a while back, Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick from the Skinny Confidential podcast were in here as guests on the show, and we instantly bonded over two of my favorite things, podcasting and lube. So they told me they'd been working on an all-natural coconut oil-based lube that they asked if I wanted to try. I mean, duh, of course. So they sent me some and oh my God, I was blown away. This is literally the smoothest and greatest smelling oil-based lube I've ever tried. It's called Woo More Play Coconut Love Oil. And I'm telling you, I've literally been dying to introduce this stuff to you. I'm happy to say that Woo is now an official part of the Sex with Emily family. Let me get into why Woo More Play is so amazing. First off, they start with organic virgin coconut oil and the only other ingredients are vanilla essence, beeswax, and stevia. That's it, no synthetics, nothing. And if that feeling and taste weren't enough to make you wanna try it, Woo's coconut oil is naturally rich in antioxidants, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal, and the beeswax is there to soften your skin. And I'm telling you guys, after you use this lube, you don't have to like wipe anything off. Like some lubes can become sticky, but your skin gets so soft after it. And the vanilla and stevia, they round things out and it has this super sensual taste and scent. I have to say, it's like the perfect storm of lube ingredients. It's amazing. So you know I'm a lube connoisseur, so you can trust me here. Woo is the real deal. To try it for yourself, just go to woomoreplay.com and enter code EMILY to save 15%. That's W-O-O-M-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com and use code EMILY. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. We've got some awesome blogs and posts there to help you have better sex. You can check out all of our podcasts. You can also check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. Gosh, they're everywhere now. We love when you subscribe and review us. It's awesome. You can find us anywhere on social media at Sex with Emily across the board. You should totally be following us. We've got some great announcements coming up and ways that you can engage with us and possibly win some toys. Plus, find me Monday through Friday on SiriusXM. It's awesome. 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Channel Stars 109. It is fun and you guys can get a free trial if you go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy the show. I'm going to just welcome my guests who are here, Dr. Carolyn DeLucia and Cindy Barshop. I gave you guys a a pre-intro. Dr. Carolyn DeLucia is a 
internationally renowned OBGYN who specializes in women's health issues. She's been on the podcast before, and I love her. She's been such an inspiration for me. And Cindy Barshop. Hi. I, they own V-Spot Medispot in New York. And I, the last time I saw them, it's basically a spa for your vagina. Basically it yes, is. Yes, it is. I mean, I don't know what else. That's literally what it is. And in all different ways, it can heal it. It can help you. And they are experts in all things. Right. It's basically we enhance women's sexual health. Women's sexual health. That's right. And how we heal ourselves throughout our lives and keep us healthy and ready for intimate moments. Wait, I just have to say, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, <laughs> I have to me back too. it up a little back bit. Back it up. You guys, I, I love Emily. <laughs> Everybody thinks I have a crush on her, which I think I do at this point. I just have to say that. I think you're amazing. You're doing unbelievable unbelievable things for thank so you. many people yes. and I just like I bow to you my uh, love I think thank you're amazing you. thank you I Absolutely. feel the same last, I was like saying to Jamie last time I saw them I was hanging out for hours in their beautiful spa that every woman should go to in New York and like hopefully taking over the world so welcome they're going to be here for a minute but I think we could also take a call because we've had a lot of calls come in and feel free if you guys want we'll help you know guide you in jumping in if you have answers sure. to things oh, but let's cool. take a call Okay, let's talk to Logan. He's 48 in Toronto. He's grown apart from his partner, is not sure about the time invested into the relationship. Hey, Logan, thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Tell me what's going on. Well, I um, have a situation with uh, my partner. I've been with her for 10 years. And over the last five years, we just haven't been intimate. And, um, you know, I uh, made mistakes earlier on in relationship where I had, uh, you know, flirted with, you know, girls that I had dated once, literally once. I'm yeah. not her. You don't have to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only laughing because, Logan, I've been that. I get it. Like, it was once. So you guys had some trust issues. The trust was broken about five years ago, and it hasn't really been able to come back from that. Oh, man, I, I've been... I love this girl. I mean, I know. Uh, I can hear uh, it in your voice. Yeah. You know, you know the struggle is here. Not to get long-winded, but I met her. I'm, I'm I met this guy like uh, 13 years ago, and uh, I was good friends with him for two years, right. and then I met his girls, and then I was asked to be the godfather of a mutual friend of mine uh, of ours. Okay. I was the godfather of his of his oldest, and it turns out that my stepdaughters are her best friends. So I've been, I've been, I knew the girls. I know okay. the, the girls before I met Wanda, and now we've been together for ten years. Okay, I get it. Wait, wait. So you guys, you feel like you were meant to be together. So what's happening now? So for five years, it hasn't been great. Have you, have you guys talked about it? Do you yeah, know? We, okay. It, it seems like it seems like our, our talks turn into arguments. Right. And, okay. And I get. I keep getting thrown into the the whipping of of you know flirting and and. It was five years ago. I get it. You guys are in a very unhealthy cycle right now. So this is what happens with couples. If you, the trust was broken, whether it was one time or you had an affair for a year, it doesn't really matter. But when trust breaks in a relationship, it's really, really hard to heal on your own. And I absolutely think that you guys need to go to some, some to therapy and it's, you're going to realize it's not about the cheating. It's about some other intimacy challenges that you're facing. The reason why your girlfriend, is it your wife? 
your girlfriend, your wife? Well, we're Kamala. She can say she's 10 years. So the reason why she keeps bringing it back to that, to the cheating, I don't think it's about that. It's because there's some intimacy challenges where you guys haven't really learned how to communicate, which most people do not, by the way. So I think if you love her and you guys want to be together, that that couples therapy for both of you will be amazing. Because I can't tell, like, I'm not there. You feel one way, she feels another way, and that's it. Like, there's nothing's going to happen unless you get a mediator and you go once a week for three months and you don't stop. And then in three months from now, you can make a clear decision. But right now, you can't. Well, I have to be honest with you. I'm the willing party of this. Well, it's her duty. She has to, unless she wants to keep fighting about something that happened five years ago. Like, this is what I don't understand. Like, I'm not telling people they have to go to, like, prison or do something awful. It's like therapy. And if she still has a stigma, see what I'm saying? Like, she's the one who's bringing up stuff in the past. She's resisting therapy and resolving it because she likes to stick on an issue that really isn't about the present moment. So I think that you guys have to go. I mean, what else would happen right now? I mean, I can't. Five years, same yeah. issue. And my, my, my struggle is, uh, Emily, is that it's not going to happen. It's like, I mean, 10 years I've devoted to, you know, it's, I'm not just breaking up with you listen, I understand, like, Logan, you have to bring it up in a way that you're like, listen, I care so much about our relationship and the health of our relationship, and I love you, and I see spending the rest of our life together, and I really think that we have to go. We have to find a solution. What we've been doing now isn't working. And I really believe if you commit to going to therapy with me three times, just three times, then we can make a decision about it. And if she doesn't, then you can ask her what her thoughts are for solving this. But if she doesn't have any, then it sounds to me like you're in a more advanced way of thinking that she's kind of doesn't want to move beyond her same repetitive thoughts. So yeah. I understand her resistance, but maybe there's a different tone. It's amazing, Logan, how sometimes we think we've had a conversation so much with our partner, but then when you like kind of stop and take a different tone, and it's more about us as a team, she might hear you differently, okay? So yeah. let me know how it goes. Yeah. I'm here every day, Logan, you know that. So call me back, have that talk like tonight or tomorrow or skip Valentine's Day, do it Friday, but I think you should do it ASAP because life's too short to waste it in a relationship that's not working. That's how I feel. Okay, you guys, you can give me a call, 888-94-STARS, 888-947-8277. Hi, Carol and Cindy, who are still here. I just saw a call pop up Mm -hmm. that might be good. Uh, Lori? Yes. Lori, who's 56 in Arizona. Lori? She didn't notice that her vagina was dry during menopause. I have vagina experts here. There's three actually here. Hey, Lori, thanks for calling. Hi. Hi. Hey, um, I am so excited that we've got vagina spa ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You don't understand. Hi, Lori. We're so excited. Uh, Hi, oh, Lori. Oh, I do understand. Okay, good. You get it. You get it. Okay, what's going on, Lori? Talk to us. Well, one of the things I wanted to just uh, sort of share my own experience on is that, you know, 57, I'm in menopause, and I've had some challenges, but I've been going to a doctor um, to work on things. But um, about two years ago, when I first started my little journey going to the doctor to try to uh, make my pelvic floor work better and um, all of these sorts of things, um, when she took a look in the nether region, she went, oh, my God, you're so dry. Okay. And I just wanted to share that because I have a feeling that there's probably a lot of other women out there um, in their 50s getting to this stage in their life, and they may not even know that they're dry. Yeah. Because 
because it, you know it's it's soft and silky and everything is good and um so you may not notice that there's a dryness yeah right. i guess yeah you might not notice that's true or you just may notice it's <laughs> one or the other but i right. think that it happens to all of us the many symptoms of menopause hot flashes night sweats that women always talk about all of those things minimize over time but the changes in our vagina area those just get worse and worse and worse so that vaginal dryness that your doctor noticed now is only going to get worse unless it's addressed so kudos to your doctor for having mentioned it to you and now you can address that so that intimacy doesn't get uncomfortable yeah but there's also new technology out there yeah, that let's, you should be aware yeah. of Lori what'd she tell you did you do anything about it or did she recommend anything oh yeah um, she actually recommended some really great lubrication she, she recommended doing some personal lubrication um, besides having lube for sex okay right. and I mean I guess I was just I was just so surprised right. because um, everything has always been. I've been like super. I've I've had super lubrication. Right, 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 right. But you just everything, don't. Right. Everything has always worked really well. So when this turned out to be a symptom for me, I was like, "Oh my god, I had no idea." Yeah, no okay. wonder it sort of it sort of uncomfortable. Oh, what? so sex wasn't. So you're saying is, Lori, you were having sex that was uncomfortable, but you weren't well, sure why. Right, right. Oh, I was like, okay. what the hell happened? Okay. Lori. Right. Oh, Lori. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, women, no one so, tells us. It's like we all, right. we're all going through the same thing. Women at some point are going to go through this period in their life and no one tells you really got to figure it out. And it's like, that's why I'm obsessed with V-Spot. I'm so glad they're here to talk about this stuff. So, Thanks, Lori, Sam. they're going to have some, yeah. Yeah, Lori, there's, there's solutions. There's technology solutions, thank God, that have been in the States for about three or four years now. Yeah. And it's something called um, a CO2 fractional laser. It actually does a tissue regeneration inside the vaginal canal. There's no pain. There's no downtime. You need three treatments. Um, we love the Femilift, which is yeah. one of, you know, there's there's others out there, but we like the Femilift at the V-Spot. And um, you should go. You should you have to research. Um, yeah, she's in Arizona. Yeah. In Arizona, um, you could always call us at the V-Spot. And I could do some research for you to find, a, you know, another doctor. Uh, we always suggest go to a gynecologist for this. And uh, Carolyn and I could take a look for you. And we always, mm -hmm. like, recommend people around the country. So you could get these treatments. Yeah, this and technology is new and amazing, which is why I wanted you guys to come on and talk about some of that. So thank you, Lori. Hey, thank you. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. So let's talk about the new technology. So there's several options that women have that we can use to improve the lubrication of the vagina and the sense of uh, what happens. The other thing that we feel as we age is an inability to stretch. So penetration becomes really, really uncomfortable. And these machines help to bring back that elasticity. And in treating the walls of the vagina with either radio frequency devices, and there are several on the market and they're exploding all over. We use Ultrafem 360 at V-Spot, but there are others. And um, the, the, the uh, 
FemiLift, which is the laser, both of these technologies treat the walls of the vagina and bring new blood vessels, therefore a natural sense of lubrication. So no need for other extraneous Mm -hmm. things. And it's just like back to normal. Like, oh my God, I remember how this used to feel. (laughs) And it's like, thank goodness, it's back. And the other thing that many women do is we lose sensation. And when we lose sensation, there's no fun. I mean, if it's not fun to have sex, why have sex? Exactly. Right? So this happens for women starting for perimenopause. Even women in their 20s. Okay, so every single night, and you guys can call us with your questions tonight, 888-947-8277, we hear from Many women of all ages, but you know, women going menopause, perimenopause, mm-hmm. who just they're like, I'm not into it anymore. I don't yes. want it. I don't want sex. So you're saying that a lot of these things can help women feel be feel ready again, be exactly. ready for sex. Exactly. And and desire it, initiate. How about that? I mean, actually be the initiator, which really everybody, you, me, Everybody wants to feel desired. Your husband, your partner wants to feel that need and desire. So when you are the initiator, that is such a major turn on for your partner and the one you love, right? It doesn't matter. I mean, sometimes, how do you feel when when he's after you? It feels great. My gosh, he wants me. So when you give that back, there's no better gift. So because you can do these procedures that help women feel more comfortable in their vagina, their vulva, yeah. and helps them with desire. Correct. Because they're feeling the blood flowing in. Because essentially, exactly. let's explain it, Carolyn, as a doctor at OBGYN, what actually is happening? Why is this happening to women at this certain point? Because we're losing our tissue, estrogen. estrogen. Our estrogen's so, taking a nosedive. That's correct. So when we let's stop explain that, because I don't know that everybody gets it. All right. So as we age, what happens is all we, we know that we can't have babies anymore. Why can't we have babies anymore? Because we stop making eggs. And our eggs, in that process, we make estrogen. When we stop making eggs, when our ovaries go dead, they no so longer... Oh, <laughs> they no longer like, make... Oh, I don't mean to make it sound like they're that. Uh, but yeah, Dead ovaries. They're dead. Everywhere. The clock has stopped. <laughs> left, right. They're all over. <laughs> was, she left a path of dead ovaries in her wake. <laughs> Right. Okay. So dead ovaries. So our estrogen (laughs) is gone with that death. Right. And then with the loss of estrogen, we no longer support the blood vessels in the walls of the vagina. So when that woman's doctor looked at the vaginal tissues, she was able to say, oh my gosh, you must be so dry because we see the clinical changes. It gets pale. It gets smooth. It, normally, a vagina is moist and it has folds. That's gone in menopause. It's like the ice skating rink. We lose it all. Right now, wow. Emily's eyes look in complete <laughs> horror. Complete <laughs> horror. It is in, you should see the little look on her face. It was Can priceless. You help? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to be a cold, lonely ice rink in my vagina. <laughs> Dear God, I don't want a cold ice rink in my pants. 
<laughs> that is too cute. The look on her face was horror. <laughs> help me. 1-800-HELP-MY-VAGINA. Uh, way I mean. too close. <laughs> but what... I mean, my eyes are open because of the way you're talking about. But I'm it's so true sorry. That they, it's so true. I see it every day. I know, but I talk, but I'm saying the way we hearing someone else. Like, but they're here to help because... That's right. And we I mean, they are not a sponsor. What I'm we saying reverse is... It all. Don't I worry. met Carolyn because we met at conferences that yeah. we were speaking at this year and I was like, oh, there is technology that can actually help women because I got to tell you something and we are going to get back to your calls and you can call us, 888-947-8277. So I was talking to my mom who's 75 she's gonna, or 76. She's going to love this if she doesn't listen. She did watch the Today Show. She's like, oh my God. Like I made it. I'm like, yeah. How was it? It was fun. It was oh, she fun. looked beautiful. Thank you. But I was like, I'm doing a show every day, but she's not hearing me talk about her S ring. She's like, oh yeah, I've been doing the S ring for 30 years. Her doctor wow, gave it, or 20 years. But what I didn't know much about the, something that women every six months it's Every three, I three, hope. But it's not. It's more synthetic. It's it's, it's a synthetic. silicone ring, uh-huh. and it's one size fits all almost, and um, it's mostly comfortable meaning. But it's a ring that is impregnated. I like to say with a core of estrogen, right. and over three months, it slowly seeps out into the tissues. The issue with that device and why it's not my number one choice right, right. for women is that it doesn't help the opening or the introitus, uh. clinically speaking. So if he's knocking at the door and can't get in, who cares how well the walls right. look? That's what I say. So I mean, some of something like that, correct me here, it means that it's just pleasurable for the man. What we want to do no, now, no, if no. they just get in the, if, they, if you're just opening up the intritus, right, with the ring. This no, is what no, no. Me. It's inside. It's inside. It's She's more lubricated. The but these, but this, the opening is still tight. So right. it doesn't. Still tight. Yeah. Okay, so so this, the, the, so for example, the procedures that you have, like they help women with the whole vulva right. vagina. Exactly. So I was like, Mom, I don't even know and that you're doing that. Sensation. Oh sensation. my gosh. The O shot. I let's mean, talk about. Let's the, talk about the O shot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> O stands for orgasm. That's what it stands. This is for. everyone's talking about the O shot. Oh yeah, and it's been around now. I mean, I think the about longest six years, lasting. Seven? We're up to almost nine. Oh okay. Yeah. So Dr. Charles Runnels invented the O shot. It's an incredible, incredible, simple, painless procedure where we take your own blood and spin it down, isolate all the incredible growth factors that our body makes to help us heal ourselves. It's called platelet-rich plasma. And we re-inject that into our local tissues, our literally directly into the clitoris and directly into the G-spot and bring back sensation. Actually, yeah. it also enhances <sighs> orgasms if you have them. And it also helps people who've never had orgasms or only orga- get orgasms, you know, with self-stimulation. So it's pretty amazing. I've done a couple. Uh, yeah, you've oh, done a yeah. couple. Okay, so I want to hear the before and after O-Shot. Go ahead, Cindy. Yes, Cindy Barshot from V-Spot. Okay, let me try. (laughs) Do it. Brace herself. Do it. it. No, the difference difference is, for me, and everybody's not the same, is that I'm able to have a vaginal orgasm, which is pretty intense. Awesome. So I was always able to get orgasms before. And More I am clitoral orgasms. Clitoral, only clitoral. I didn't even know what a vaginal was. Wow. I didn't even know. Actually, until I started the V-Spot, I didn't even know about vaginal orgasms. There's so many things that you don't know. <laughs> That's right. That women don't know that they have access to to make them feel better and to really just enjoy their s- sexual pleasure. 
And, you know, I'm like everybody else. I learned as I went. Yeah. And no, I, I get so it. So for me, I always were able to have an orgasm. And I was like, all right, I'll do this. Because first of all, when you hear the word, oh, shot, it's like, oh, shit. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the last thing I want to do is put a shot in my vagina. Right, right, right. <laughs> but if you, you the can first have thing a- is, that's why I always keep saying this, there's no pain in it. There's yes. no pain, but you have to go to a certified person. Right. That I do say. So they can find out more on your website, yeah. too. Is it yeah. V-Spot, Medispot, V-Spot. Medispot.com. Okay, and you guys, Vspot Medispot, and everything we talk about tonight, just so you know, is at sexwithemily.com under the show notes. However, every year over 30, women will drop our testosterone levels. And this is an area that's rarely explored. And testosterone levels in women truly matter. So you should, if it's really bad and you really have no interest, and you're also having lack of sensation once you're in give in and do say all right all right i'll do it um at that point if you have no sensation then you should definitely explore your testosterone right. levels yeah indeed i was also going to say and, and, and dr delusia is right in the sense of there's a certain i always say like women have to keep their pilot light lit right and he's coming to you and you are exhausted and you're tired but there's part of it that's like he's happy to sex have sex with you however you would feel pleasure. So has there, I know you're exhausted, but has there, has there been any time where you've been exploring yourself, masturbation, self-love, how's your fantasy life? Have you been able to, or when you actually have sex, are you able to get into it? Is any of that possible? I think if I had to compare before and after, is a, a huge decline. I, you know, before, you know, I probably would do myself three, four times a day. Now it's like maybe once a month. So okay. like, yeah, it was a big decrease in that. I, I don't think it's been the same for us either. Like, not um, it's not as intense. It's not as enjoyable. Yeah. What I, kind? I mean, could there be anything that so. happened during birth? It could be like kind of birth. Shit, or, I mean, anything that's changed. Why do you think it's just exhausting? It could be hormones. It could no, be. I mean, if if you have lack of sensation or pain, that can certainly make you not want to have intercourse. Right. But if you if there's been no damage to the nerves, then you have to think about why you're not going into the fantasies. But it really, it your life has drastically changed from before the So children. maybe there's a certain go easy on yourself and be yeah, patient that it's going to come right. back. That's right. I, I honestly even think women complain, look at my belly after the baby, look at the skin. It and happens. It does. And I honestly believe, having been through it, that it takes over five years to get your body back. Wow. To even be like a normal back to you kind of body right so i think that that plays a role too we feel different about our bodies it's not it's not what we we don't feel it are you having a a lack of feeling sexy anita at all yeah after the second one i'm getting a lot of weight the first one i lost like all my weight as soon as he was out (laughs) and then the second one I didn't lose anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Anita, it sounds like there has to be, so I think there has to be a little bit more time with you taking care of Anita right now. Yes. And some self-loving, going to the gym, getting a sitter. These are the things that that moms forget because we're so into like giving and caretaking and we feel guilty leaving the kids. But this might be a matter of exhaustion. It could be hormones. We don't know yet. But I think it's a matter of Anita learning how to take care of herself That's and do right. things that are going to get you back on track to feel sexy, to feel like yeah. the woman, the amazing woman that you are. Okay. okay, thanks, Anita. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. You can call us, 888-94-STARS. That's 888 
Okay, let's talk to Linda. She's 57 in New York, and she says she's uh, still extremely wet and gets her period. At 57, Linda. Hey, thanks for calling. God bless. Wow. Hi. (laughs) Wow, Linda. Yeah, I still get my period, and it seems like the wetness, like, all the time is excessive, especially during sex, and it just feels like, like it's too much. Huh. Are you on um, are you on any medication at all? Or you've always no, been wet? I, I've always been wet, but not like this wet. All right. I I think I might be able to help explain a little bit of that. There at fifty seven, there's no doubt that your body is beginning to go through changes. It's impossible to get our period forever. So the oldest woman that I've ever had who got her period was sixty one, and I think that's pretty much the extreme. The average is 51 and a half. So having uh, your period at 57, you're already in that upper end of the normal range. So it's going to start to change. When our estrogen levels are beginning to change, it's actually there's a spike in our estrogen levels and estrogen is what makes us have a lot of lubrication. So when there's that spike in estrogen, it's not uncommon to have a period of time when you're feeling a lot of wetness and lubrication. So if you can stand it, let it go and enjoy every minute because yeah. the dryness is to come, the dead <laughs> ovaries. But also, oh <laughs> but also, I want to say that um, it's you could, if you really wanted to right now, take something like Robitussin to dry out your tissue. Oh, because it's too dry. That's right. So if it's too wet, you can dry it up. You can take an antihistamine, like a a long-acting antihistamine for allergies. And it dries out your nose, dries out your mouth, dries out your vagina. All right. Hey, Linda, has there been any problems with this, or you're more just concerned about it? It just seems like an interesting, unique situation for you. It just seems... It just seems just too wet sometimes and it feels like like my vagina is bigger right. do you know what i mean like it's just i know it's and my gynecologist is so happy i'm still getting my period she keeps saying it's a good thing it's a good thing but there, but there is i mean if it just feels that loose and wet they can uh do um one of the radio frequency treatments and actually does a tissue generation it does and it'll like give you or you know what probably be better doing the the emsla kegel machine all right guys we're going to take a quick break and we come back your calls and more cindy and carolyn I know how difficult erectile dysfunction can be on relationships. The topic alone can feel incredibly stressful and confusing for both partners. But I'm here to let you know, no need to be ashamed, especially because erectile dysfunction is the most common sex problem and affects as many as 30 million men. If you're looking for a solution that does more than just temporarily treat symptoms, now there's Gainswave, a breakthrough shockwave-based therapy. This treatment is different because it uses sound wave to address the root cause of ED, removing microplaque that builds up within the penis, increasing blood flow, and stimulating new blood vessels. Not only does Gainswave's premium brand of shockwave therapy optimize erections, it's also a safe, non-invasive, and drug-free treatment to heighten sexual performance by enhancing blood flow. The best part is Gainswave has a 75% success rate and can also improve pay 
Peyronie's disease. The procedure takes just 20 minutes and most men can enjoy benefits the very same day. If you think you or your partner could benefit from this treatment, check it out and tell us how it goes. There are over 300 Gainsway providers across the nation. So to learn more, go to sexwithemily.com slash wave. That's sexwithemily.com slash W-A-V-E today. Something magical happened this year. The magic wand turned 50. Just think about how much the world has changed over the last 50 years. I'm talking disco to dubstep, payphones to cell phones. I mean, do you realize the magic wand came out a full year before we landed on the moon? That blows my mind. There's a reason the magic wand has stood the test of time. It's just that freaking good. Time Magazine named it one of the most iconic inventions. Cosmo calls it the little black dress of vibrators. In other words, it's the one vibrator you need to have. In case you haven't seen one at any point over the last 50 years, the magic wand is a full-size massager. And yes, it works great on the shoulders too. For most women, its power and size make it the ultimate clitoral vibe. I call it the sure thing. And because things get better over time, you now have two models to choose from the original plug-in version for constant power or the variable speed rechargeable version for cordless convenience. I've been obsessed with my magic wand since before I started the show. I even had my nightstand modified so I could keep it plugged in from inside the drawer. That's how much I love a magic wand. If you haven't tried one, what are you waiting for? Just go to magicwandemily.com. That's magicwandemily.com to order yours today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. I also didn't mention this, but you know a lot about the penis too. I do, I do, because if I prime my women, the men have to be able to keep up, and the pun is totally intended. Right. So I have to be able to keep maintain the husbands and the partners, and I do that as well. Okay. Yes. We're going to get into that, but we're going to take a quick call first, and we're going to get back to all your expertise. All right. Okay, we're going to talk to Anita. She's 36 in Indiana, and she wants to know if your libido drops after having children. Hey, Anita. Great question. Very relatable. Thanks for calling. So tell me what's going on. When did you give birth? Well, I have uh, a three-year-old and a one-year-old now. Okay. Almost immediately after the the one-year-old, I was like, I don't feel like doing it anymore. Right. My husband is not happy. Yeah. And he, you know, he complains about it a lot, but then it just adds more pressure and anxiety about having to feel like I'm ready. Um, yeah. You know, I, we both work full-time jobs and, and got, you know. Two little kids and you're kids. exhausted and mm-hmm. sex is the last thing on your mind. And you it's probably like, feel right now that if you never have it again, you'll be fine with it, right? You're like, yeah. 
totally get it. With that idea. All right. Okay. I'm going to toss it to Dr. Carolyn DeLucia right here. Well, Our sure. Our OBGYN. Of you probably course. hear this every single day. I do. I do. And it's not uncommon at all. You're totally normal, Anita. And I think that the majority of what you're feeling right now is simple exhaustion. I mean, honestly, you, I'm sure you still love your husband. I'm sure he still loves you. It's just that you're a little bit preoccupied. And let me just tell you something foreplay for women begins in the morning. So you're not like a switch at this point. You can't come home from work after a full day of work and just flip a switch and be sexy pussycat. It's just not going to happen. And he has to understand that too, that at the at you're exhausted. So he needs to make you feel wanted and desired. So it may have to start in the morning with a little pinch or yeah. it may have to start with a little, you know, babe, I could really oh man, you look so hot in that ba- in that bathrobe and you know with the fluffy right. slippers and it it but it does matter. It right. just shows that he cares. So that can start some of the feelings that are deep down inside you which are not gone. It's simply that you're exhausted. Well, I think you're... Yeah. Well, I mean, because I think also, what about hormones? What about stuff that happens to women? Well, if she's... Are you breastfeeding, Anita? No, we're done. Okay. Well, because breastfeeding causes totally wreaks havoc right. on our on our hormones and we have you know it's almost equal to menopause mm-hmm. so it truly is uh, a tough time right. until we're out a while but if you're all done breastfeeding and that's long over and your cycles are back to normal i i think that the majority of it is just the exhaustion however every year over 30 women will drop our testosterone levels and this is an area that's rarely explored and testosterone levels in women truly matter so you should if it's really bad and you really have no interest and you're also having lack of sensation once you're in give in and do say all right all right I'll do it Um, at that point if you have no sensation then you should definitely explore your testosterone levels yeah, Anita, I was also going to say, and, and Dr. Delusia is right, in the sense of there's a certain, I always say like women have to keep their pilot light lit, right? And he's coming to you and you are exhausted and you're tired, but there's part of it that's like, he's happy to, sex, to have sex with you, however you would feel pleasure. So has there, I know you're exhausted, but has there, has there been any time where you've been exploring yourself, masturbation, self-love, how's your fantasy life? Have you been able to, or when you actually have sex, are you able to get into it? Is any of that possible? I think if I had to compare before and after, is a, a huge decline. I, you know, before, you know, I probably would do myself three, four times a day. Now it's like maybe once a month. So, okay. like, yeah, it was a big decrease in that. I, I don't also- think it's been the same for us either, like, not, um, it's not as intense. It's not as enjoyable. Yeah. What I, kind? I mean, could there be anything that happened during birth? It could be like kind of birth. Sh- or, I mean, anything that's changed. Why do you think it's just exhausting? It could be hormones. It could no, be- I mean, if if you have lack of sensation or pain, that can certainly make you not want to have intercourse. Right. But if you if there's been no damage to the nerves, then you have to think about why you're not going into the fantasies. But it really it. 
your life has drastically changed from before the so children. So maybe there's a certain go easy on yourself and be yeah, patient that it's going to come right. back. That's right. I, I honestly even think women complain, look at my belly after the baby. Look at the skin. It and happens. It does. And I honestly believe, having been through it, that it takes over five years to get your body back. Wow. To even be like a normal back to you kind of yes, body. right. So I think that that plays a role too. We feel different about our bodies. It's not, it's not right. what we we don't feel it. Are you having a, a lack of feeling sexy, Anita, at all? Yeah, after the second one, I'm getting a lot of weight. The first one, I lost like all my weight as soon as he was out, <laughs> and then the second one. I am anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think Anita, it sounds like there has to be, so I think there has to be a little bit more time with you taking care of Anita right now. Yes. And some self-loving, going to the gym, getting a sitter. These are the things that that moms forget because we're so into like giving and caretaking and we feel guilty leaving the kids. But this might be a matter of exhaustion. It could be hormones. We don't know yet. But I think it's a matter of Anita learning how to take care of herself That's and do right. things that are going to get you back on track to feel sexy, to feel like yeah. the woman, the amazing woman that you are. Okay. okay, thanks, Anita. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. You can call us, 888-94-STARS. That's 888-947-8277. Okay, let's talk to Linda. She's 57 in New York, and she says she's uh, still extremely wet and gets her period. At also. 57, Linda. Hey, thanks for calling. God bless. Hi. Wow. Hi. <laughs> wow, Linda. <laughs> yeah, I still get my period, and it seems like the wetness like all the time is excessive especially during sex and it just feels like like it's too much huh are you on um, are you on any medication at all or you've always no, been wet I, i've always been wet but not like this wet all right i i think i might be able to help explain a little bit of that there at 57 there's no doubt that your body is beginning to go through changes it's impossible to get our period forever so the oldest woman that i've ever had who got her period was 61 and i think that's pretty much the extreme the average is 51 and a half so having uh, your period at 57 you're already in that upper end of the normal range so it's going to start to change when our estrogen levels are beginning to change it's actually there's a spike in our estrogen levels and estrogen is what makes us have a lot of lubrication so when there's that spike in estrogen it's not uncommon to have a period of time when you're feeling a lot of wetness and lubrication so if you can stand it, let it go and enjoy every minute because yeah. the dryness is to come, the dead ovaries. But also, oh <laughs> but also, I want to say that um, it's you could, if you really wanted to, right now, take something like Robitussin to dry out your oh, tissue. Oh, because it's too dry. That's okay. right. So too if it's too wet, you can dry it okay. up. You can take an antihistamine, All like right. a like a long acting. Um, antihistamine for allergies and it dries out your nose dries out your mouth dries out your vagina all right hey linda has there been any problems with this or you're more just concerned about it, it just seems like an interesting unique it, it, situation for you. it just seems it just seems just too wet sometimes and it feels like like my vagina is bigger do you know what i mean like it's just i know it's and my gynecologist is 
so happy I'm still getting my period. She keeps saying it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But there, but there is. I mean, if it just feels that loose and wet, they can uh, do um, one of the radio frequency treatments and actually does a tissue generation. It does. And it'll, like, give you, or you know what? Probably be better doing the the Emsla Kegel machine to be able to tighten the. Let's muscles talk around. about the thing for Kegels. Yes. When we come back. Okay, yes. we have, we have um, a solution from V Spot. We've got people here. We've got things to talk about. It is sex with Emily on Sirius XM Stars. Okay, let's talk to James. He's 42 Maryland. He's married his wife for 13 years, and he's not convinced he's satisfying her because he can't. she can't climax without a vibrator. Okay, great question. Hey, James, also thanks for holding. Yeah, no problem. Thank Hi, you. of course. Okay, tell me what's going on. Yeah, yeah so um, so basically, you know, like, like she mentioned, we've been married for 13 years, and, you know, usually you know, we have sex, you know, maybe two or three times a week, and... I'm not convinced that she's enjoying it. I asked her, hey, how was it? She said, hey, it's great. Don't stop asking. You know, when you ask, you kind of destroy the whole atmosphere or something. But right. um, so I'm not getting like any feedback from her. And I'm not. I'm just not convinced that she's, um, I guess maybe from seeing a few videos here and there, I, I guess I'm not. I'm not oh, like porn? The, the inter- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is such a good question, James. Because porn. Yeah. Well, it has its purpose, you know, porn serves some great uses, titillation, but it's not real life. So the women in porn are not porn actors, actresses are not actually having orgasms. So I wouldn't base it on that. But what I would base it on is so, yeah, at all. Like it doesn't, like I've, I'm friends with porn stars. We've talked about, like they, they don't actually have orgasms on screen. It's, it's what they think cinematically will look great for a male director who's making porn for men. Okay. But I, but, but so that's, but that's, you know, most people think that because I, I used to think it, you know, like what, you know, but it's kind of like learning about how to drive from watching like Fast and Furious, you know, but here's the thing about your wife. What I want to know is why is she not, have you talked to her and said, like, I know she says, I don't want to talk about it, but I, I'm not okay with that answer. When, <laughs> when, 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 when you're in a relationship and your partner's like, I don't want to have sex or I've had enough or I won't talk about it. Like, that's not Okay. Because here you are, James, so sweet. And you're like, I want her to be satisfied. And I'm not sure that she is. I think it's because maybe she has some shame or embarrassment or no one's ever asked her about her sex life. It doesn't mean that she doesn't want to have great sex. So I think we can kind of reframe the way you're asking it. Okay. So you said she said to you, don't like stop asking me. Right. And when and when and how are yeah. you asking that question? Well, usually it's after we're done. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I asked her, you know, in the bedroom, you know, was it good for you? Yeah, right. Was it good for you? Right. right. No. Okay. Yeah. Great. So here's the number one thing. Do not have the sex talk in the bedroom. Outside okay. the bedroom. I think the bedroom should be for sleeping and sex. And, and it sounds okay. like now that this has been going on for a while, James, what I would love is if next time you guys are hanging out and it should be a chill conversation when you guys are feeling relaxed, maybe you're hanging out on Sunday morning and just say, you know what, I been wanting i love you so much and i love the 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 sex we're having and you i know you said when i asked like really casual james like i know you said when i ask you you don't want me to ask about your sex but i have to tell you that i think about it a lot because i want you to have so much pleasure and i want to have the best pleasure and we're going to be together for the rest of our life you guys have been together for 13 years so we're in this so i thought this could be the year that we really kind of co-create an amazing sex life together so what would that look like to you? And she might not know. This might not this won't be the last time you have the conversation. 
Maybe she's never really had an orgasm without a vibrator. You said that she's only used a vibrator, which is just so you know, James, you're not failing. Only 20% of women have have orgasms through penetration. Again, another thing that porn does not service well or movie or, or romantic comedies or television, right? Uh-huh. It does, that's, not the, that's not what happens to most women. So I think it's really a matter of opening it up because... Because she, she probably doesn't even have the words the way you're asking it. So just, I love us. I love us together. Let's create a great sex life and then ask her what really turns her on. You'll share some of your fantasies and then start it. And she'll start to feel more comfortable. Okay? Okay. 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 All right. Good, James. You're doing great. I love that you even called and you have the concern. It'll get better from here. The first step is admitting it. Thanks, James. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Right? It's hard. Yes, it In is. the bedroom, you don't want to hear it. And no one's ever asked his wife. And since we, so as women, like one of my things was like, I felt inferior because I didn't have an orgasm through intercourse. Mm-hmm. I still, like, I have to work on it. I'd have learned through a G spot vibrator when I started I my show. I heard about this morning. <laughs> you heard about this morning? I heard about your G spot finder. I did. This morning from your marketing. Uh, from yeah, my, from my, my email? From Ken. Yeah, oh, Ken, you met with Ken, Ken our COO. Oh, my G-Spot yeah, locator. Yeah, yeah I think that. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that G-Spot GPS. Yeah, the WeVibe, the WeVibe Rave actually makes an incredible vibrator that to me is like found the G-Spot. So anyway, I think I love that James is just knowing that like I got to talk to her about it, but she might not be comfortable. No one's ever asked her. You know. Well, is, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to um, Ken Jay. Uh-huh. Jay. Oh, oh the boyfriend. Jay. But um, we were doing this. We were doing the show event. Yes. And they were saying that men have a physical of what has happened. I mean, we see a physical of result. What, a result. A physical result. Of, yep. You know, an orgasm. They don't. So they don't get this affirmation. So it's like. If a woman's not having an orgasm. Right. So that's why we, we fake physical, it. Like, yeah, uh, There's not like a visceral like semen. We know so we can fake it like yes. professionals. Yes. So really, I mean, a lot of this stuff is just a breakdown. Like, it's just a breakdown of communication where, you know, mm-hmm. women are afraid. We've been faking it or we don't even know what makes us feel good. So that's a good conversation to have. Should we take another call? Yes. Let's talk to... 888-947-8277. Let's talk to Drew, 40, New Mexico. He called in about a previous situation with his girlfriend and wants to give an update on the All new All right. One. Hey, Drew. Tell me what's going on. Hey, yeah. Thanks. Hey, I love an update. Doing, I love a good update. Well, maybe it's not. We'll see. What's going on? Can, can y'all hear me? I got you. Yep. All right. All right. So, today's Wednesday. We was having Taco Tuesday yesterday at, at, at my place. I okay. was there. We was having a good time. <laughs> Um, I miss Taco Tuesday. She tells me that um, <laughs> she tells me the way I make her feel. She doesn't like that feeling anymore, and she can't stop that feeling. Therefore, she cannot be with me anymore. Wait, what? So, what, what, uh, what feeling doesn't she like that you give her? The the constant squirting feeling. Okay, back. Oh, right. Drew, the poppy pads for the bed, the squirting, right? Yeah. Drew, yes, my yes. man. Poppy pads. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Wait, but Drew, back yeah. up, back up. Drew. Story. Okay. Yeah. Well, Drew, his girlfriend, squirts a lot. And then at first it was a problem because it was so much squirting. And then we tried to come up with solutions like putting down towels or maybe poppy pads or a squirt right. blanket. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And you were into it and accepting. And now she says that you're making her squirt too much. Yeah, she told me that she didn't like the feeling anymore and that she had to end the relationship because she couldn't, she could not stop it. She didn't like it anymore. But Drew, it has nothing to do with you per it se. No. No. Well. She said enough with this squirting. You're you enough with you? You can have a line of women. Yeah. You'll have a line, Drew. I mean, <laughs> I, mean be, I wish I was a dating you, service. Like, I, I, really, I really didn't even, I didn't get mad because, I mean, like, you guys know, like, 
I was trying to leave that alone already, and I, I just I accepted it. But then whenever she said she was done with it, I was just like, all right, well, I guess I can just go back to just, you know, coaching sports and shit, like whatever I want to do, like I guess whatever. Oh, are you upset you know, that so, you hurt, though? I mean, you were into her. You called in like three times about it. So are you sad? Are I you mean, hurting? I mean, you don't have to say sad. Guys aren't like, yes, I'm sad. But really, that's so, us. I mean, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a I know, but Drew, I'm thing, giving like, you permission to feel emotions. No. And, and I'm I'm one of them type dudes. I wouldn't say sad, but it was like like I did let her meet you know my child, my, my little man, and nobody meets my little man. So yeah, I you should wait. You guys were only together a few months, right? Like four, three months now. About five months or so. So I don't really. really that's nothing. an excuse. I don't believe it's because she's squirting too much because she's gonna squirt again. But how are you feeling? So is your question just an update, or are you feeling like are you just calling to say yeah, I'm gonna go on and help other women squirt or what yeah, no, I, no I don't, not, nothing like that okay uh, to, uh, honestly like I don't really I don't talk to nobody about this so okay I call y'all I'm yeah like, yeah I'm here for you so Drew I'm not if you know so you're not you're certain you don't want to be there because I'm not sure that I, I don't believe that would be a reason and it makes me sad and maybe she did you a favor by leaving if that is the excuse you're making miss oh baby you make me squirt so good I'm out makes no sense no yeah. we've never heard sense. anything like that we're shaking our heads here and to be honest with you, I've never heard that either. But I mean, I guess it was a first. But you know, she's know. just we'll not see. being honest with herself either. It's not you. That yeah, you always have to make sure that you realize that it's never you. It's the. It isn't. We all think it's. We all try to figure out what did I do? How could I be better? How could it be different? Drew, you're making women squirt. So like, I mean, there's I- no problem with this situation. That's right. So. That's a skill. Don't lose it. Yeah, and just find, you know, you want to be, and I love that you've learned how to communicate and talk about these things, so now the next per- partner you're with, you're yeah. going to be even more open from the things we've talked about on the show. You're fine. Pretty, I'm pretty sure I will be. It's, I'm probably, it's probably going to be a while, because it just kind of sucks starting all that stuff over again. Well, see, so. I think you're having a little bit of mourning around it, because you were into over five months is real. I'm sorry, that's a significant amount of time to spend with someone. So, that's okay if you don't rush back into it. But I think we can learn yeah. from every relationship we're in. So I definitely agree with that. You're right about that, Miss Emily. I know, Drew. So, you know, don't force yourself to go out on dates and do whatever. Just kind of think about this relationship. What did you learn from it? What would you like in your next partner? And then and then you're ready to start a date, but there's no pressure. No, I was going to pick up a part-time job and, and just, just hang out. Okay, Drew. Well, take care of yourself. You know that I'm here weekdays to talk to you. All, All right, right, Drew. Thanks for calling. All right. Happy almost Valentine's Day. That's when my Michigan accent comes out. Valentine's Day. What? They're raising their hands. All right. Should we take another call? You can give us a call. 888-947-8277. Yeah, I feel like everyone in the room got really excited what about happened? one in particular. What happened? Um, I don't know if Joe, it's... Joe, 74. Joe. Okay, so we got Joe, who's 74 in New York. That's what excited you? Yeah. And his question's uh, cool. about masturbation and marriage. Joe, you win because everyone's excited here. Hey, Joe. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, we got you. Hey, Joe. Okay. Yeah, um, we've been married quite a while, and we did have been divorced, and we got to the point where we were not really interested in it, and we end up uh, masturbating all the time. Is that going to be an issue? You're we masturbating with your partner right now? Yes. But not now, right now. No, I'm trying to call it. I, I have no problem with masturbation. What would be the problem that you're masturbating instead of having other kinds of sex? Yes. Is there a problem? Which point that that's what we prefer. Oh, I, I I don't think there's any problem with it unless there's a problem unless you have a problem with it or she has a problem with it. 
Zero problem if you're both leaving and having a good time. That's a great thing about sex. There's no sex police. There's no right way to have sex. If you're both having pleasure and you're able to communicate communicate about it, I'm going to say that everything's fine, jo- uh, Joe. It's great. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I think the fact that you're just being intimate. Yeah. One other question is, I got into cross-dressing. You got into what? A new cross-dressing. Cross-dressing, okay. I, I like doing that while we're doing the masturbation scene. Okay. And? She has no problem with it at this point. Great. Do you? No, I, I prefer. I love doing that. Great. I love that you're so open, That's cross-dressing great. and masturbating with someone who accepts you. This is way more common than you think, and so I'm not going to, yeah. I love that at 74, you're expressing yourself. Yes, Joe, do it. I love it. That's why we got excited. It's beautiful. Yeah, Joe, you're totally fine. And bring it. Like, get more lingerie. Tomorrow's, like, you know, Valentine's Day. They might go on sale with the chocolate on Friday. I don't know. But, like, we all support you, Joe. That's great. I love it when people figure out who they are and what they want in bed and with their partner, and it all is fine. It all works out. Okay. Um, Carolyn and Cindy, Dr. Delusha and Cindy Barship from V-Spot Medispa, V-Spot Media, V-Spot Medispa. Medi. Medi. Medical. I get it. (laughs) V-Spot Medispa, (laughs) which is an amazing place that women can go to in New York. Yeah. For their intimate health and sexual satisfaction, to enhance their satisfaction, and just to even like find out their options, really. Their options. If you have any like problem, like it's great that they could call here. Really, we have people that come in and we just talk to them about kind of what they went through. It's not always in your head. A lot of times we go through so many different changes that people don't know about. And women suffer in silence. They feel like they're the only ones. Right. Well, I'll just always pee in my pants. No, we don't have to. Can we talk about that for one second? The peeing, the sneezing and peeing at a certain age. And yeah. what you can do, because I, I, these technologies, the Emcella, right. sitting on the chair. It's an amazing you can, Women can sit on chair. a chair with their clothes on and then stop sneezing, yeah. sneezing and peeing. Well, it what the chair does is it has incredible electromagnetic energy and it forces you very comfortably to Kegel. Are you ready, ladies? 11,200 times in 28 minutes, super maximally, which means stronger than your body could ever do on its own. And In a what, lifetime. In, in a lifetime, <laughs> right. exactly. It's like 69 hours of Kegeling, Kegeling <sighs> is equivalent in one session, and you do six of these two a week for three weeks and then maintenance is to come in and sit on the chair fully clothed fully comfortably and maintain it every three four months and I'm telling you I have muscles I never even knew I had I'm like oh my goodness and now I, I've always tease I can crack a walnut I haven't tried it yet but I <laughs> yeah. swear those muscles are so strong down check there check out our YouTube video That's yes right. yes we're, we're, they can find it all um, right on your, it's true right oh soon you'll have a video of that soon. but it is true you just go a few times I've sent so many I want to go sit on your chair tomorrow yeah. please do okay. I, like that I might butt. just do that lift your butt too lift your butt because I stopped doing it for a little bit because I wasn't peeing in my pants anymore okay so it just happens to all women. It's going to happen over time, but women don't even know they can do anything you know, about though, it. I would say you should start Kegeling at a young age. And this, yes. is my, this is my personal belief. Kegel, but there's so many different devices out there that track the Kegels if you're doing it right. Because nobody we Kegels do correctly. Right. Nobody. nobody does. It's almost impossible. But there are some devices. Um, I'm trying to remember there's a tracker to teach you how to Kegel. Intone. Intone. Oh, Intone. The, the in control. So... It works really well, right. so you should just... 
Yeah, it does. No, it does really well. But it's just, you have to get your body used to it. Just by saying like, okay, read a book. And there's just such miscommunications on the way to Kegel. But if we and can track can do it with too. the intro, yeah. and it's just super healthy for you, and it just makes sex better and better. It does. It does make sex better, more intense orgasms. And, and there's a 90% chance that, like, you know, when you get older, you'll be panty pants. There's more adult diapers sold in 10 years than baby diapers. Yeah. So, like, That's everybody right. start kegling now. Because yeah, I'm doing them right now. Okay, you guys, I have to ask you my five, <laughs> I thank you guys for coming in. I have to ask you guys the five cookie questions I ask all of our guests. Oh. Yeah, ready? Yeah. Okay, biggest turn on, Cindy. Jay. <laughs> oh, Carolyn, biggest turn on? I guess it would be um, showing me that I that you're attracted to me. I think that's the biggest turn on. It's right. making me to feel, feel desire. Yes, yeah. biggest turn off. Um, speaking only, a, never be, being too selfish. Okay, B- uh, biggest turn off for you? Biggest turn off? Um, smelly. <laughs> hygiene. <laughs> hygiene. I'm telling you. Hygiene. Okay, what's the sexiest body part to you? It depends on the person. All right. I. Yeah, it depends. I I like every body part. Oh, I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it really depends. Like, okay, what's would... something random that turns you on? Random that turns. You I don't know. Is there anything you're like? Ooh, lemons. Um. <laughs> 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 or. And or your biggest dating deal breaker. I can't I'm giving you options. There's, well, there's a million... I like whipped cream. Oh, okay. I, I like whipped sexy cream. talk. Sexy, like, dirty I like, talk? I like, I, like, I like talking about things that I wouldn't, I don't want to do. So, I mean, I have a question for sex with Emily. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to have a break though in okay, a minute. Okay, let's you guys go can for the say. break, then I'll do it I don't have, We're going to have to take a break. I love you both for being here. Dr. Carol Delusha and Cindy Barshop, it's vspot. Dot com, vspot medispot.com and if you go to sexlemy.com all their information's on there their Instagram you can check out our Instagram we're gonna be tagging them alright guys thanks for listening such a fun show I love you all thanks for supporting it and thank you to my amazing team Ken, Michelle producer Jamie and Michael was it good for you? email me feedback at sexwithemily.com All right, guys, here's a listener email I recently received. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually starting wearing pads every day just to feel safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Oh, we hear this a lot, Jane, mm-hmm. right? A lot. I mean, you have to know this, Jane. This is true. And I didn't even know this till I got into this business. But first of all, she's not alone. It's an estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks. Mm. Women, adult women, young and old, with or without kids. And there's nothing to be ashamed of at all. But there are solutions. And it's not just pads. We love the Apex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Like it does your Kegels for you. You've done it, Jamie. You just like just lay, back, lay back. You lay back, you use it. And it, honestly, in a few weeks, doing it a few days a week, you will have a stronger pelvic floor and prevents the old sneeze and pee, if you know what I'm talking about. It also, side effect, bonus increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms yeah you'll notice 
Definitely. For sure. <laughs> like I'm telling you, you guys always know if you call in, you're like, how do I have stronger orgasms? Do your Kegel exercises. Keep your pelvic force strong, which will obviously make her want to get intimate again if you get the apex. Similar to the intensity, which I have spoken about for years, the apex delivers the same results, but it's just not a vibrator. It's not the rabbit vibrator. So it makes it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. Mm, mm. Awesome. How about that? So to start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. <laughs> 